All right, thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. This is the podcast where we highlight undiscovered talent. We're scanning Y Combinator, Pioneer, Product Hunt, Twitter, Indie Hackers, all these different networks to find really interesting founders and interesting projects and startups. And we feature them on the podcast before you've probably heard of any of them. And what's great about this is you get to follow along on their journey as they become more and more successful and say, I knew them when. So thank you so much for tuning in to Forward Thinking Founders. And let's get into our next founder you haven't heard of, but you will. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Today, we have another segment of Early Bets where we're talking to people you know that are earlier in their career that are working on all sorts of things that i just think are going to be big one day and are working on interesting stuff and i wanted to bring them on you know and learn more about them and what they're working on and today i'm very excited to have lachlan campbell on so lachlan welcome to the show how's it going thank you so much yeah great to be here yeah nice nice to have you here as well and um looking forward to learning more about kind of what you're working on what you've worked on in the past and um All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. And today we have our early bets segment. Um, early bets is where we find, you know, really interesting people that are earlier in their career that are working on awesome stuff. And we, we want to learn more about it. And today we have Lachlan Campbell on the show to talk about what he's working on. So welcome to the show. How's it going? Thank you so much, Matt. Great to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you on. You've done a lot of interesting things, and I'm looking forward to just kind of like diving in. To, to start, can you kind of just introduce yourself, um, you know, what you're working on, what you've done, just anything you would do in a standard intro, then we can dive into some of the projects that you're working on. Absolutely. Um, my name is Lachlan Campbell. Um, I'm, I'm 18 years old. I'm a first-year student at NYU studying interactive media arts, though, of course, uh, due to current situation, I'm back at home. Um, so I, I work at a nonprofit called Hack Club, uh, which is a network of high schooler-led coding clubs um, and high school makers around the world. Um, and so I'm mostly a web designer, um, but also um, do kind of data visualization and um, my official job title is head of storytelling. So um, I make all kinds of art and digital media um, and I've made some projects around the COVID-19 pandemic and that's why we're talking here. All right, uh, so I have a couple of questions about what you're doing at uh, Hat Club and then I also wanna hear about um, you, is the projects you just mentioned, what you before we were recording, you said you you know you just like launched something recently. Is that one of the projects that you that you were just referring to? Um, yeah, so we actually just just um, announced a new project this afternoon. Cool, um, let's hear about it. So, yeah, so two weeks ago, um, two weeks ago, um, the COVID nineteen global hackathon happened, um, and nearly 19,000 participants um, online um, from 175 projects submitted uh, nearly 1,600 projects. So we actually think it's the largest hackathon um, that's ever happened before. Uh, and so I worked with Facebook and Hack Club to make a website for it, which we just launched this afternoon. Wow, that, that is awesome. That's a giant, uh, that's a, that is a huge ha ha hackathon. 
Um, is it, are these all like projects related to, to what's going on in the world right now? Or could they be anything? And if someone wanted to go to the site now, like, could they, is there another hackathon in the future? But would love to learn a little more about it. Yeah, so the hackathon happened two weeks ago. So um, this one's closed, though. There are a ton of hackathons popping up for COVID-19 solutions, like locally and from um, from companies and at universities around the world. So uh, there are definitely tons more. But, but yeah, this one um, was kind of organized independently. And then a bunch of, it just gained a huge amount of traction. It was the biggest hackathon on, on DevPost ever. Um, and so it was, it was themed around like building real world solutions for COVID and across a bunch of areas um, from, you know, health and health education to education to what businesses need is, you know, they're the obvious solutions to, to COVID that we need are like, well, we need healthcare, but there we're also just like living in a very different world now. And all of a sudden we need all kinds of new tools and training for teachers and training for local business owners and stuff and so these 1600 projects um were were of a wide range and so the website uh highlights about 90 of of the judges favorite um favorite projects in a bunch of different areas yeah that's fascinating uh and it's cool that you're able to build a website for that so for congrats um i'd love to Thank learn a, li a little bit um you, you mentioned that you're the director of storytelling or the head of storytelling at hat club um i'd love i'd love to Hack Club something that I recently have learned a little bit about as I've, you know, delved a little deeper into just like the hacker world. Like I, I interviewed Swift for Major League Hacking earlier and I'm, yeah. like learning, I'm learning all these things about this, this world. And, hack, you know, this is something newer to me. So can you describe like what is Hack Club? Um, you know, how did it get started? How did you get involved with it? And then we can dive a little more into like kind of how, how it serves into the, the larger ecosystem. Yeah, Hack Club is a really, I mean, I think it's the, I mean, the reason I'm working here is I think it's the most interesting thing happening in the world right now. Um, I, I first stumbled onto it in 2016 from a, a, a random link I saw on Product Hunt, and I, I was in 10th grade, um, and I, there was a really small and kind of boring computer science club at my high school, and I found Hack Club, and it was this community of amazing clubs around the world, and so I... I joined the network and they like helped train me and I, I met like most of my closest friends um, and so many collaborators on projects um, in the online Slack, which is like 7,000 members now. Um, and so Hack Club is, it's a nonprofit that is, the, the real mission is to create a new generation of hackers. And so these aren't like database and bank hackers. These are um, young people who have the technical skills and the, the agency in themselves and the network to do big things and make creative solutions in the world. And I think especially with COVID, we're seeing um, that, you know, it's, it's not just institutions that we need and trained, you know, experts that we need. Um, I mean, we very much need them in healthcare and government and so many other areas, but we also need like on the ground people who can apply technology and come up with creative solutions um, all over the world to help people get through this.
So that's awesome. And I love that you kind of say it's, it's the most interesting thing happening in the world, um, which I, I like from what I from what I've seen on it, 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 it like the, the type of people that att- is attracted to it, and is involved with Hack Club is like everyone's like super smart and super cool, which means it, it's already like a very powerful organization. Something I'm curious about is where does it fall on the spectrum between, you know, like, you, you have Teal Fellowship on one end, which is like ex- super exclusive, right? Like a few people get mm-hmm. it every every year. Um, for people who don't know, Teal Fellowship is um, Peter Teal's foundation. It's a program where he'll give you $100,000 to drop out of college. And it's very exclusive. And then, so that's one side of, and then the other side of, of what I'm talking about is like startup school at Y Combinator where anyone can join. It's like not exclusive at all. Where does um, kind of Hack Club uh, kind of lay in there? And are there layers to like, is there like larger communities and smaller communities? Is it all local? I'd just love to hear more about like how people would get involved. Yeah, so um, I mean, it's a little it's a little odd right now because usually we're focusing on helping students run clubs at their high schools, and you know, no one's going to high school right now. But yeah, if you're if you're a high schooler, you or or a middle schooler, you can just apply on our website, and it's mostly like we're we're just looking for people who like we think are really passionate about making something happen, and so if if you're a, if you're looking to apply. Um, and you've made some progress and you're looking really looking to start a great club like we absolutely want to work with you um so we don't we're not trying to be the most exclusive program or something we really want to get like we want to welcome people who are totally new to coding themselves to like start clubs and learn as they go um so it's it's not about being exclusive it's more about um, just like bringing in so many students from um, so many countries to to start these clubs because um, I mean I think that like learning to code was just an absolutely life-changing transformation for me I in sixth grade stumbled across a tutorial for uh, HTML and CSS and honestly like I've been building websites every day since um, but I think like right now we need young people to to deeply feel that they have agency and power in the world to make positive change. And for me, coding enabled me to build things that, you know, thousands of people see as like legitimate and professional and like on par with adults. And it's, you know, I think young people in, in this country and around the world have so much power that like, we're not told that we can use. And for me, coding was a way to to discover that like i had that power and and so we're really trying to to bring that to so many more kids as like a a way of it's kind of a a new way of being in the world that we we have the real ability to make real change Um, Uh, and so hack club you know it starts with coding clubs but like to me it goes so much deeper that like it's really a kind of human project I mean, I really love that you're looking for people that are just like, that are high agency, that are just doing stuff, right? And that's how I kind of, absolutely. that's how I think about the podcast. Like, it, it's actually like fairly easy, you know, it, 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 to, to come on um, as long as you already have the right stuff. And it means like you are really interesting, that you're interested, you're more so you're interested in other things and you're working on things mm-hmm. and you built projects and maybe you failed and you probably failed, right? Maybe you succeeded, whatever it is. But like you're doing stuff, and like those are the type of people that I 
um, that, that I, I like to talk to as well. And these are the people that are going to go far in life. So I'm kind of curious for you, like from your perspective, you know, you're, your first year into college, you're, you know, you're involved with some of these really awesome communities. How do you think about opportunities? Um, not actually like, like, like actual, what's the next step, but like, what's interesting in the world to you? Um, you could do anything in technology, really. Are, are there areas that yeah. interest you? Um, I think I, I guess for me, I mean, I'm not like most of my websites don't use like, absolutely you know cutting edge like you know mind-bending ai technology like most of what i'm trying to do is like you know get some, get a really clear idea clearly communicated in a really beautiful way on a on a web page and i think about like using technology kind of kind of that way that like we've had a few eras of startups and companies that um you know did huge things and of with you know all kinds of amazing and not so amazing results and i think we're seeing now a kind of new wave of of ethical companies and of companies focused less on the technology itself and more on like what positive good we can create in the world and like the hack club slack i mean it's a slack like <laughs> we didn't you know invent a whole new chat platform but like there are seven thousand plus teenagers in there and all you know making stuff and shipping projects every day and i think that's kind of emblematic of of what we need to do with technology is just like make it accessible and make it inclusive and make it do good in the world i want to backtrack a little bit um to when you first not picked up a computer but when you decided you wanted to start coding i believe you said it was in sixth grade like um there, you know it takes some people their whole lives to know what they want to do, you know, it took me up until, you know, I was, I think, uh, I was, it was my uh, senior year of um, college, I got into startups, and that, which is about five years ago, and I've, you know, been diving in, um, but, and that's what I w figured out what I wanted, but you kind of figure out what you wanted to do and what you're interested in, like, really early. Do you have any um, tips or advice for other young people that know that know that there's like a million options of routes they can do that go down, but they may not, may not know you know what they want to do. Do you have any thoughts on how they can find what they what they want to do, whether it's coding or something else? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess in in some ways, I, I was really lucky in that I like found that very very quickly. Um, and and I think I mean, coding is an especially accessible thing. Like I did this on my computer in my bedroom at home like I didn't need to you know you can't learn to be a doctor in your bedroom in middle school um and like I don't need you know incredible accreditation or anything to to code on the internet um as far as finding something you're interested in um I mean I guess my own kind of scope has narrowed over time as and and I think what really drove that is just making a lot of things um, and whether that's writing or drawing or, um, you know, writing poetry or um, playing music or anything, I think you have to kind of try a bunch of things to figure out what you like and, and, and then just kind of really dive in and be relentless. Like, I, I wish that I could say that, like, it all happened in, you know, just an hour a day, an hour a day or anything like that. But, like, for me... Um, really becoming, um, really like improving my skills as a web designer 
took, you know, just all of my time for years on end and making and shipping hundreds and hundreds of things. And so I think that's what's really important is like experiment and then iterate. Um, and kind of over time, you'll narrow down what you like. Yeah, that's great advice. I totally agree. I did um, for when I, my high school years were dedicated not to um, technology, but to music. I was a singer songwriter and I like did YouTube videos, like all that stuff. And then I, <laughs> amazing. and yeah, it, it's a, it's kind of an interesting story, but like I, and I, I realized when I'm my sophomore year of college, I'm like, I'm not that good at this. And I had to make this hard decision. I'm like, you know, I like doing this, but this isn't going to get me very far. So it felt like at the moment I was like starting from scratch, but like, and I was, but I think for me, it's like, you, you, you experiment, you iterate and you, you know, go through ideas and, you know, ideally, mm-hmm. you know, you find, you find one and you're like, huh, I think I might stick around and you might, will you be in that thing for a year or a decade or your whole life? Who knows? But like, if you're interested now, you know, keep, keep going down, keep going down the path. Um, my last question for you is, do you have any, I mean, I, it was kind of a similar question to, to the last one, but I want to see if there's any, any, any other thoughts you have, um, for you know when you're young um you know and there's so many opportunities like in in high school and in college and even middle school do do you just have any tips for young people who i don't know like i don't know do you have any just things the things that you wish someone told you when you were you know in sixth grade or fifth grade when you first got started that you think would have been helpful to you or any like last words on um if if someone's listening you know and they're they're young and they they're ambitious um, anything, any other thoughts for, for them on how they can kind of make their, make their dreams happen and get it done? Yeah, for sure. I think, I think one of the big things is that I, I feel like, you know, we're, we're never explicitly told this, but there's often a kind of feeling that like we need to ask for permission for things. Um, and I think like it, it, it feels like there's, you know, a whole bunch of doors in front of us and we always go through the one that everyone else is going through. And, you know, to try and see if one of the other other doors is locked or not, like the worst thing that's going to happen is that you look a little silly fumbling at the locked door. And for me, like learning over time that, you know, I didn't need permission to be a web designer. I could just like make websites until I love them and share them with the world. And like, you know, you don't need to ask for permission. I think that's a really powerful idea and, and kind of, and that's kind of at the heart of what Hack Club is doing is, is kind of building this agency that like you, you can do this yourself um, and you don't need someone else to tell you to or to tell you to start it. Yeah, that's, that's amazing and uh, totally agree. Um, if someone wanted to, uh, you know, they like what you had to say, they wanted to learn more about you, get, get involved with any of your projects, um, where can they find you on social media? Do you have an email? Uh, if just someone wanted to connect, how could they get in touch with you? Absolutely. The main place I spend way too much time is is Twitter. Uh, so I'm at Lachlan JC, uh, L-A-C-H-L-A-N-J-C. Um, or you can get my email or GitHub or anything else at my website, LachlanJC.me. All right. Thanks for coming on to the podcast and sharing a little bit about what you're working on and how you think about the future. Really appreciate it. And you know, I wish you luck on, on, on the path ahead. Thank you so much, Matt. Great to be here. Okay, thank you everyone for tuning into that episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. And luckily there's another one coming up real soon. But before then, I have a couple things to tell you. 
First, if you're listening to this and you think you're working on something cool or you think you're smart, hit me up on Twitter. I am at Matt underscore Sherman, and that is Matt with one T. So hit me up, shoot me a DM, and I'm happy to check out what you're working on and maybe we can get you on the pod. But at the very least, I'm happy to give you feedback on your product or project or startup. Lastly, if you can please rate this podcast in the iTunes store, that would be awesome. I'm trying to get up in the rankings so more people can discover these awesome founders. And the only way to do that, or one of the ways to do that, is growing with rankings. So if you like what you're listening to, please just go onto the iTunes store, give it five stars or four, you know, or three. I'm not going to tell you what to give, but just tell whatever I deserve, you should rate that. With that, I'm signing off. See you next time. Bye.